Welcome to the Creators Guild, brought to you by Joe Crafts. I'm Joe Bookoff, your host. This podcast will show you all about creative living, living creatively, tapping into your passion, your creativity, and living a life that is fulfilling for you. Because if you guys know me, you know my first value is passion, living a life which is fulfilling, doing what you love when you love to do it. Without further ado, here is the intro for the episode. I recorded this interview with Philip Schwartzman last year. He's a guy I met at Rutgers. He's an alumni there, and he made a life doing what he loves, which is always something I admire. He has been building his film agency, which is called Film. We'll talk about that in the beginning of the episode. And I love talking to him about how he built it, why he built it, all the process, etc. Inspiring guy. It doesn't take somebody who's over the top um, to, to show you that they live a passionate life. He's really laid back and just kind of with himself. I originally recorded this for my old podcast, The Spot of Joe, which is now available as The Spot of Joe Archives. I hope you enjoy it. Um, a quick warning, I did record this in a cafe, so you will hear some background noise. I apologize for that. I'm always working to improve my audio quality, and I have uh, better quality for other episodes. Uh, so this should be a one-time thing, and I hope you enjoy it. He's definitely an inspirational guy, especially for people who want to live life passionately. And without further ado, Philip Schwartzman. Um, so, hey, I'm Joe from Infinite Momentum, Spotted Joe. Name's up in the air. Screw that crap. I'm just caring about the content right now anyway. Um, nice to meet you, Phil. We met over at Rutgers, and I'll let you introduce yourself. My name is Phil. Uh, I do freelance video in New Jersey, and um, yeah, we met at Rutgers, and you asked me to do this kind of video chat, and I'm happy to be able to do it. Cool. Uh, I noticed that you have a name on your shirt, and I'm curious about that. I mean, I know who what it is, but... Yeah, it's actually... I, I got off a shoot this morning, but uh, film is basically a play on words of my name. My name is Phil, and I film things, so while back, me and my brother were having, like, jokes, like, you're going to film stuff today, film, and it kind of caught on and uh, ended up creating my brand around this name, um, and I like it. It's catchy. It's almost like you're born for it. Yeah, people have said that as well. So, I noticed that you were selling this this drone, um, mm. and I'm curious what it is about equipment that matters, and what it is about. Uh, um, um, I'm kind of like diving deep into here, but like, that, does it does it matter so much the equipment or the skill or a little bit of both or how do you? Yes, my answer is yes because. Uh, really equipment doesn't matter but it matters so uh, if you you can create basically like when you start off it doesn't really matter as long as you can create like have the tools to generally create what you're looking to do what you're recording with and what you're using doesn't really matter as you move up you kind of have expectations for clients uh, to do maybe something really specific or have a certain kind of quality to your videos that kind of put them ahead of others or 
uh, create a look that you wouldn't be able to create with equipment that would have less value or generally the things that do what you need to do end up being expensive unfortunately there are ways around that but yeah gear is important but it's not everything okay so it's almost like at first the bottleneck is not your equipment the bottleneck is your skill and then once yeah. you develop your skill then the bottleneck will be your equipment and that's when it would be good for people to uh, to expand their equipment to, to, so that it's not a bottleneck anymore. Am I hearing you exactly. right? Yeah, definitely. As you go on, you kind of, uh, as you start making more, your equipment kind of goes along with it. Cool. Um, and I want to backtrack a little bit because that was a question that kind of popped into my head. Um, but I want to sure. I want to just explain a little bit why I chose to interview you. Um, and it really goes into how I feel you're, you're what I call an, an alpha artist. And the reason I say that is because you're in control of your um, of your direction, and you also are doing something that you feel is 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 valuable. And I can tell by the way that you talk about it, the way you share about it on social media. You're not doing it for anyone else. You're doing it for you, and you're enjoying it. Now, sure, it's a business. You have to cater to your clients. I understand that you can't do everything you want unless you're like Jason Jordan Pollock or like another artist artist, but. Even they have to advertise themselves to make people want them. You can't just do what you want and expect people to come. But you seem mm -hmm. to do something that you really enjoy. And I wanted to exemplify that, that passion aspect, and also the fact that you're also very disciplined and, and engaging in your skills and you know, and you have a good business sense of things. And I'm sure. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. Um, what I'd say is that, uh, Yes, I, I do kind of strive to make what uh, means something to me. A lot of the time that doesn't happen because uh, I'm basically doing work for other people. Now, I don't feel like that gets in the way of me becoming kind of involved in that project, whether it's something that I really kind of know about or don't know about, but essentially like I strive to do the best of what I can do uh, regarding that project so like if it's something that real estate I wasn't really interested in real estate before uh, I started doing it but I kind of learn kind of the best way I can do it and kind of look for best video approach to do that and I guess that's where kind of the gear aspect of things and like the editing and all that kind of comes into play and I get a little more passionate about kind of what's capable with this rather than from the beginning it's something that it's completely alien to me and I wouldn't kind of uh, seek this out on my own if the client didn't come to me for this. Interesting. So so the tool, so video was more like a tool you used to explore different avenues you weren't necessarily Definitely. passionate about, but getting better in your skill was something that gave you motivation and kind of an intrinsic motivation, um, something that I, I would call passion. Um, <laughs> the video and it was like the medium for other things is that is that right exactly definitely that's actually why i choose the freelance over working for a specific uh kind of company that would limit myself to doing like a certain kind of work that's why i do a little bit of weddings music videos kind of promotional videos and whatever else kind of comes on my way because it, every project's different and you get to experience uh, a large variety of work re uh, relating to that cool cool 
when you started, um, what can you just describe that? Because uh, it seems like from what you say, it was more of a gradual thing. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of curious if you could share where this all came from. Sure. Uh, I originally started making videos just of me and my friends and I riding BMX bikes around town. We would watch videos online of like people doing tricks and different things like that. And I would just grab my cell phone and uh, record like a clip here and there and piece it together in Movie Maker. Not really thinking much of it, but uh, that's what it was at the time. From that, it kind of progressed to uh, picking up like a GoPro for more interesting angles, underwater stuff. And that led me to create things like um, a summer kind of end of summer compilation video where it'd be like to music and it'd be something that shows all the adventures I had over the summer. It was really a, a joy to make, even though it was like a lot of work, cutting like six hours of like footage down to like six minutes at the time. but. Uh, that's kind of where it taught me kind of what I like and kind of gave me enjoyment to kind of push myself into the process. I didn't really start considering video seriously until I got to freshman year of college because when I got there, I initially wanted to do engineering, but um, as I went along, basically uh, figured out that engineering is not for me, it's pretty difficult classes. and kind of just wasn't uh, what I expected. And um, from that point, it was a lot of people online in the video industry that were um, basically sh showed me like, this is something you can do to make money as a living. And it kind of just like clicked for me at that point. It was not like all of a sudden I started making videos, but like at that point I started exploring more of that like, I need to keep making videos to make show learn first teach myself and also show what I'm capable of to other people and kind of it went from there. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because it's almost like you weren't really planning it. It just kind of happened because you started to do something because it was fun and then you kind of enjoyed it and then it it developed from there. Um, Absolutely. I'm curious if there was any point you stopped and kind of looked at it and were like, you know what? Is this a path I want to go or is this not a path I want to go? Or if it was always just kind of one solid direction? I, I would say um, there's always a little bit of a doubt involved uh, when you're kind of pursuing anything that's kind of new and different than what's standard. Uh, when I was switching over from engineering, I was like, what about the money? What about this? And like, I kind of, I did worry about that in the beginning just because I didn't have like an understanding, like how am I going to make money off of it? off of this but as time went on I kind of found that it's possible and I became less worried about that and with each year that goes by I kind of like <clears throat> become more accustomed to uh, the idea of being a freelancer which may continue for however knows how long. Mm -hmm. and, and this is at a point right now where it pays your bills right or do you do other things? Uh, at the moment, uh, I, since I graduated, I've been freelancing full-time, fortunately. I'm able to be kind of supported by my family at the moment, but uh, I think I'm getting to a point where, uh, yes, it's uh, sustainable, and I think that like it took like the year and a half out of college to kind of get it uh, up in motion to where it is now, and I think that, yeah, it's it, it does pay the bills. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious, um, when it comes to the business side of things, did that come naturally? Did you 
<clears throat> purposefully educate yourself on that? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, I found that I always had a knack for making like, when I was younger, I'd make like little companies of like booklets of like, and kind of brochures about like imaginary companies and like put a lot of like work into like breaking down what they are and stuff like that. And I kind of realized that like that kind of interest and attention to detail kind of translated over to uh, managing my business in terms of like, I love keeping track of how much I make and like uh, how much I spend and uh, keeping track of like all like the the details and creating the actual branding on its own was part of that. And uh, I think I kind of, I learned a little bit as I went, but a lot of it was kind of just creating a Facebook page, website, and kind of a logo, like all that was enjoyable for me. So, so that was, so it seems like you, from an early age, were doing entrepreneurial stuff already. It, it almost was like this was a natural consequence of where you came from. Yeah, uh, I don't think I uh, ever realized that at the time, and it was like, Maybe I wouldn't even something I'd call entrepreneurial, but definitely along the lines of kind of I'd, the idea of a small business and like your own brand always brought interest to me. And I think that definitely kind of led me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like, oh, if you were, okay, let, let me phrase it this way. If there was a version of you that was younger, that was just starting out, and you kind of saw him and he was filming BMX bikes and stuff. And you're like, hmm, what should I tell him? Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's a question I hear asked often. Um, for myself, I would say that I did wish I kind of jumped into kind of exploring photography and video a little bit sooner. Uh, it's not that I'm, I'm pretty young for what I do. I'm 22 right now uh, and I think that uh, for where I'm at, I'm happy. But it would have been really nice to kind of seeing high school me recording bikes, like kind of explore that interest a little bit more at the time and kind of uh, maybe I would have started a little bit sooner and been like maybe a year ahead than what I am now. But no complaints whatsoever, but my feedback would be is to kind of explore your interests and your passions kind of if you think they can lead somewhere and that's another interesting thing is uh, a lot of my subscribers are creatives who are interested in following their passion it's one of my core uh, core things I talk about is how to create something that you love that other people also like that they'll pay you for that you can live on um, and there, there's so many differing opinions out there. And a lot of the opinions are, of course, because the people who say them either failed or maybe they succeeded, but they don't know why. So you don't always get really good information when you're talking, when people talk about their passions, they're like, oh, don't ever do that because they couldn't do it or yeah. always do it because they did it, but they don't know what it took. You know, they don't know why they succeeded. So I'm kind of curious right. your take on, um, on, 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 on finding your passion and following it to create a, a sustainable living and a sustainable way of life. So the question is kind of how, how to make your passion into something that's a sustainable way of life? Yeah, yeah. Look, how, how would somebody listening to this who's like, I have this passion and I want it to be my life. How could they pursue it to make a sustainable income, but still make it enjoyable wow. and not like a, you know, a job? 
Definitely. Uh, well, speaking from the aspect of video, uh, in my case, um, I do have certain projects that I come along that aren't as enjoyable as others, but I think there's always a balance that exists. You can always do like a few kind of corporate interviews that have not really much like emotional value or interest in your own personal life, but you can always go out and have that free time to uh, create a project um, that does mean something to you. That means even if it's with some friends for free or even like uh, kind of finding, uh, for example, a, a music artist that has a vision that's similar to yours. So it, as long as you're able to balance kind of the business side of things of like making money off of jobs that'll pay the bills and then also jobs that might even be paid but also are things that you enjoy or kind of collaborate with your own personal vision, that's how I'm kind of able to keep my passion, creative vision afloat at the same time as still having a business. Because otherwise I think I'd be pretty kind of unmotivated if I wasn't able to like just go out, take photos and make small videos with friends every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So it, it's finding a balance between the stuff that gives you money and then the stuff that you love. And of course, doing as much of the stuff that you love that gives you money, but understanding it's not always going to be there. So to, get, to keep yourself uh, charged, you know, to, to plug into exactly. that passion, um, you'd suggest doing your own projects on your own time if, they're, if the stuff that you're getting is, uh, is kind of dry, right? Absolutely, yeah. Passion projects are very important. Cool. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the audience, to the readers, or, or any any website, something like that? Sure. Um, if you want to check out my work, it's uh, filmmedia.com. Uh, I have some work that I've uh, put up there throughout this end. Um, something to just the audio, how do you spell that? P-H-I-L-M-M-E-D-I-A, media.com. So filmmedia.com. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you having me. Hey, little thing from our sponsors. As you guys know, I love creating. I mean, that's the whole reason why I created the Creators Guild and Joe Crafts. And if you know me, you know that I have most of my free space in my house, where I'm actually at right now, is me crafting, um, which is my passion. But uh, to be free to do your passion, you need to pay the bills. And sometimes your passion doesn't pay the bills right off the bat, so you need to get money in some other way. The issue with jobs is that it takes up a lot of your time, and then you don't have any time or energy to do anything you like, so... How do you make money but still have enough time to focus on a passion, which isn't making you money? Well, for myself, I created a business. Now, that's hard, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's so hard to make money. Um, and for some business models, it is very hard. Um, but the thing is, I had help. And even though it was very hard for me to figure out what to do and I was nervous about how to make money, I created a business where I buy and sell phones. And um, it pretty much just printed money. I tried it on my own at first and I maybe made like 100 bucks every month or so. But when I found this guy, 
Um, I met him. He was being mentored by the same guy who was mentoring me about business. And uh, he taught me how to flip phones um, through this online course. Uh, it's easy, it's simple, and there's a group for support. Sometimes I don't know what to do, and the course material, like the videos, aren't exactly what I want to know. And so I had to ask, I had to ask questions. And he's in the group, he answers questions, and it was pretty cool. And pretty soon I was picking up a few phones a day, and in the first three weeks after I bought the course, he has a free YouTube channel, which I got started on and got some, uh, some information from. But once I bought the course and used the information in the course, I ended up making $4,000 in profit in the first three weeks, which is pretty awesome. Now, not everyone has those results. Some people get better results. Some people don't get those results for, um, for longer time than I did. For me, it was the first three weeks. Sometimes people go a whole year without making that. But um, whether you are better or worse over time, whether your results take a little bit longer than mine or whether your results um, are even better than mine, uh, you'll definitely be able to see how easy it is to make money um, using this business model, I found that it opened my eyes to what's possible and it frees me up to do more things. And um, like this podcast, for instance. So I figured I'd pay it forward and offer you guys a chance to at least get some of the free information that it gives out. And uh, if you're interested, then you can sign up for the course. Um, the information's free, no commitment. You just put in your email and I'll send you uh, some materials and some links and stuff. And I have the link in the episode description to put your email in. And then, of course, it'll give you a link if you're ready for the course, which is definitely a good investment. It paid off for me within a week. And that's, uh, you know, it's, it's 700 bucks for the course and it paid off for me um, within a week. I, I already made more than that. And within three weeks, I made $4,000 in profit. I hope that helps you become more passionate. And um, it also helps me do this podcast because... Um, it's helping you with your passionate life and also I get a kickback if you buy the course through my link which is uh, is helpful for me to continue um, devoting time to this 